maybe our lives have changed. Okay, they've changed upside down. Okay, there's no doubt about that. But everybody's dreams and hopes are still the same. This is Glenn Murphy with NC Sistema, and this is Sistema for Life. Emmanuel, great to see you, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Glenn. Good to see you. Good to be back. How's the, uh, how's the quarantine beard going? Normally, you've been, I mean, you work on that. You keep it tidy most of the time anyway, right? So. I had the beard before, but now it's now it's kicked into a whole other whole other <laughs> level right now. It's like I walk around and people think I've become a priest and I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't wear too much black. It'll get very confusing. Yeah, so. If I wear the black, I, I'd become a priest for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A couple of my guys start to look like the Taliban. It's not, it's not looking pretty at all. <laughs> So um so it's a, it's been a wild ride right we're here so for the you know for poster- posterity we're, we're in the middle of um 5 6 weeks of lockdown in the US and probably about the same in Canada right that you've been on lockdown measures maybe a little bit less maybe yeah. it was about 4 weeks or something you've been on lockdown in Canada Oh uh, yeah quite I think since March we've been in March so it's it's getting on to almost 5 6 weeks like yeah, yeah. I'm not sure but it, like the the inklings were there in March and then I I can't even remember the date like I don't know how everybody else feels but Monday Tuesday Wednesday like all the days are the same now I have to ask myself what day is it? I have no sure. idea Yeah totally it's all groundhog day right Yeah exactly <laughs> So so what was the experience like for you because like for me I saw some of this coming because i have uh, my sister and my parents live in spain right so they got overrun way before we did and then when the numbers started going up you know i'm also a scientist i'm a trained immunologist so i'm looking at the world health numbers i'm seeing it i'm like there is no way that the same thing doesn't happen here and it's actually going to be worse because we haven't responded very well um so i could see it coming and i actually started making preparations early and i was like all right guys we're gonna have to start training outside we're gonna have to separate and do weapons and then even when before they put the lockdown orders down north carolina i actually took the decision to start teaching things online because I just knew it was going to be an ugly transition. I knew that people, if we just stopped abruptly, people would just fall off. And, and I've met with some moderate success. What was it like for you? Was it an was it an abrupt kind of like, oh crap, we've been told to shut down, Fight Club can't open, or did you kind of get some idea it was going to happen? I no, I got some in because I have family in Greece as well, and mm. they were all keep in contact with them here and there, and uh, they were already talking about the stuff coming from Italy and they, they saw like a lot of the, the big things that happened over there. Yeah. Um, I was like, you, yeah, I, I kind of had this worrisome uh, feeling as well that this was, but it, it's kind of like, it, it's really interesting. It was to me, the best way I could explain it is 2020 reminded me of like, you know, when you walk into, or you go to somebody's house and there's a big plate of cookies and you look at it and you go, oh, chocolate chip cookies. And you just, you take a gasp for a second. Like, wow. And you grab it and you bite into it. And it's like, oatmeal raisin that <laughs> it, it's so disappointing um 2020, <laughs> the only analogy i can give when when all this started breaking uh and going down i remember because the date was the date looked like it was going to be announced mm. um, uh, that that was going to be the measure i actually went up to train up at vlad's and yeah. uh it was the talk from the moment we got there everybody was talking vlad valerie me the, the group and we're all just kind of you know, how can you just shut a city down? Like, how can you just, how can you just shut a country down? And I was like, yeah, but they did. And, uh, and that's how it went down. And at first, like anything, there's, there's disbelief and lots of questions and, and answers, right? A lot yeah. of questions and, and there is no answers, right? Hmm. Um, and it reminded me of, of other things that happened in my life, like, you know, bad news for ill parents or uh, when I hurt my knee and, and, you know, you're not sure what, so what will surgery look like? What, what, what will, you know what I mean? You, all sure. these questions, there's all this unknown and, 
you know, and then you're like, okay, maybe this will be like a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, now we, we understand it's more than that. Right. Um, so it kind of came up, like you go through the whole emotions and the gabbit, right. And, um, I had never really taught online. Like I had done a lot of videos Yeah. and I realized, you know, it has some value, hmm. but I had no idea of the way it would go. So for sure. Yeah. It's a bit different. Right? It's interesting when you're saying about the emotional roller coaster. I did a podcast with uh, Howard Jacobson, my guy down here is a health wellness coach and advisor and things. And then, and there was a, there was a psychologist, I can't remember what her name was now, released an article saying that the state, what we're feeling actually in, in this withdrawal from the life that we had before is grief, right? And you go through the same stages of grief. So the initial one might be shock. You're like, no, really? And then you go to denial, like, this is bullshit. They can't shut us down. They're not going to shut the whole city down. We'll be fine. This is just fear and stupidness. So you have denial, right? And then you get, eventually you get acceptance. You're like, all right, I guess this is life now. We're going to have to figure out how we work around this. Um, and then you get anger somewhere in between, you know, you get this and that's probably going to move in cycles. You know, most of us are like, okay, acceptance. Now we're doing this thing. And then a week later, we're like, oh, I'm getting the rage. I'm having to homeschool my kids and teach classes out my house. And this is so difficult to make ends meet and everything else that's going on, you know. Um, so you kind of go through that grief cycle and, it, and it's a, like real grief with losing people. No, no two people react to it the same way, right? The, some people will spend longer in denial. Some people spend longer in anger. Some people will go move to acceptance very, very quickly. I mean, it, I mean, I saw it uh, coming up. It was a little disappointing for me to see that there were some different reactions. Not that I, sh I guess I should have expected that, but like some instructors and people in the community, and definitely not going to name names because there's no blame uh, attached to this, responded by just kind of saying like initially that there's no point in teaching online. It's pointless. Systema can only be learned with partners. Stuff like that, right, saying it. Um, and some of them, interestingly, have since changed their tune and now they're advertising classes and they're teaching workshops online and that kind of stuff. But um, what what do you say to that? How much of that is actually true that you can't study uh, effectively on your own? Because, I mean, that was never the take that I had. As soon as I was constrained into thinking we have to do something where people can train solo, right? Um, I just thought of all the times listening to Constantine specifically, like going on about like 90% of the work that you do in Sistema is work on yourself, right? That's actually the, the boring donkey work <laughs> that you have to do all the time, just studying your tension, doing those push-ups, doing the mobility work, just breathing and figuring out how you respond to things emotionally during the day. And that the remaining 10% is everything that you do, pushing and pulling people around in class and seeing how those emotions and structures change with people, right? So to me, I'm like, this is, I mean, it's not ideal, but it's a great opportunity to work on that 90% that, that I'll, given the choice between fun play with partners and doing that work on my own i will definitely take play every single day and twice on sunday <laughs> so so what do you say to that kind of uh, is there a kernel of truth to that that there's it's not quite the same but um but you can learn a lot well we gotta we, all of us gotta be able to step back uh from systema and and that becomes like a pair of binoculars we're looking through right we got to be careful with that i've always the gift i've always had is to be able to see the big picture that's if it's one thing i'm, I'm really good at is looking at the road ahead mm. and a big picture so real macro sure. and i'm sitting back and any athlete so you'll, you'll get a varying degree because it's what level have you competed at okay so mm. and i'm being sincere about this so you can at an amateur level you can get away with physical training and brute strength and and moderate skill levels mm. at a higher level um it's all mental training like mm. at, at an olympic level at, at a real high level of training these it what separates each athlete or each person is their mental training mm. 
it's their ability to uh, harness themselves and and understand that it you know your body is just a vehicle i mean your your brain is the most important thing mm. your ability to uh, look into the past and see what is and then look into the future and clearly see what you want Mm. And be present to to absorb those two pieces of information. Mm. Problem is nobody can see ahead of themselves. Nobody can see right. Remember some of these movies? They've got like um, uh, was it Back to the Future where you could imagine if you could visit your future self, right? Sure. And how dangerous that is, right? Yeah. It's super dangerous. You should never meet your future self. This sure. is going to be dangerous. So, but I do, and mm. I go there, and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, so how do I want this to be? Mm. And athletes know there's going to come a point in your training where you need to sit down and dictate some serious time to mental training so how does that um, how does motivation come into that though because of course so for me i've actually found this quite liberating right so there's this opportunity and there's this time i mean i haven't got a lot more time especially with the kids you're juggling different things but in the, the time that i used to be traveling and driving two classes and then coming back i'm like well all right i've gained another hour and a half in my day you know yeah. kind of that way and and even teaching where I'm teaching solo work, essentially, right? I'm not teaching people how to push each other around. I'm teaching some solo practices and, and also going, coming to your classes and going to Vladimir's classes and Martin's classes and other people. It's been fascinating to see the different approaches to that solo work. Like, what are we actually working on? And for me, it's been actually a reinvigoration. I, I haven't been like, oh, I'm all burned out just doing these push-ups and things. I've been like, oh, wow, I've, I was actually getting a little bit complacent, maybe. You know, like I was just it, it's fun just to show up and teach classes and roll and ground fight and strike and spar and all that kind of stuff right and the, the other stuff i'm like okay we'll we'll do this stuff and we'll stay mindful and then we'll play and enjoy ourselves and when that fun factor is taken out some people have been like what's the point you know and they just get all lethargic and they're like the motivation drops but for me maybe for a for a short segment it was like that and now i'm like oh there's, there's a great deal of point to this and it's reinvigorated my practice i'm looking through notes from old seminars that I've been to, you know, immersion camps with Vlad or big long seminars with you, stuff like that. And I'm going through my fine notes like, oh, I haven't looked at this for years. This is, you know, this is an opportunity to go slow and to kind of pull out those fine details that you like to talk about a lot, you know, go fine grained on things. But some people aren't feeling that. And especially when you've got, you know, not just the threat of losing your conditioning and your hard earned skills, but just losing that motivation kind of thing. What can we do to actually keep ourselves pepped up do you think in the face of everything else that's going on? Well, first of all, it's exciting. I mean, I don't know, starting, starting a new, like it's exciting. I don't know. Like, you, you know, it, you know, in a, in a funny way, we should die every evening and be born every day, like mm. every way, like new, like this is a, a mindset that we need to adopt. So you're going to see various people not able to do that. I agree. Like when I get into them, that's why there's so few people make it to high levels of any achievement, mm. the, the mastery and being a professional and, and studying the craft of martial arts, mm. not, not the skill set, not the art, but the craft of it. You know, the craftsmanship that it takes to become a martial artist. And some people are not going to want to do the mental training because they don't want to hear what's in their head. Mm. A lot of people don't don't want to do that. Why do you think some guy works in a stressful job and then hops on a treadmill? Um, mm. He's not trying to get rid of stress. He's fatiguing himself to the point where he has nothing, no other option but to collapse. Yeah. Yeah. It does what he's doing. He's just he's collapsing. I've seen lots of people running, Glenn. I've yeah. seen lots of people jogging, but few people studying the craft of running, understanding how to be efficient, taking your time, slowing down, being mindful of why you're running. You're not mm -hmm. running to band-aid things, you're running because you love running. 
Yeah, I'm actually reminded that that, that chef room. Angry. We're not angry as we're not angry people. This mm. is a craft, and and many people have tried to make me angry. But I'm I'm not going there. I'm a musician. I'm a I'm a I'm an artist. I love mm. this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you'll see it. You know. You really have to hold on to your why you're doing this. Yeah. You know. And yeah. right now, uh, maybe that process is going to challenge some people, and we will lose some people. There's no doubt. But maybe those people shouldn't have been there. That's a good point. Yeah, it was uh, might sort the wheat from the chaff, as they say in England. Do you know what I mean? Like, it might filter some people out who are just like, man, eh, they were kind of part time in it or training for the wrong reasons. You know, training for the wrong reasons. And what you're going to see now, when everything does come back, is you're going to see those people that have took put in the time. I can always see them. Hmm. It's not. I, I, I'm. T- I remember going to one. I, I, I was a. It was a pistol competition. And I was, uh, I, I'm, I, I haven't competed a lot in the, in, with the pistols, but I, I remember spending a lot of time because I couldn't get to the range. I spent a lot of time uh, visualizing and a lot of time stilling myself and calming and working with breath and going through the motions, but not actually firing the weapon. And I will tell you the, the immense, what, the, the first competition I showed up at, some really good guys were there. I was a pleasure to watch them shoot, came mm-hmm. up to me and said, you've been practicing. Mm-hmm. They saw it. And I'm like, how can you see it? How could you see that? They go, we could just see it. There's a calmness about you. Yeah. You've worked on something. And so not everybody will see that. Yeah. And it, 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 it's hard because you can't sit there and show off to somebody your mind. But I will, I will tell you, there was recently um, one, of the, one of Vlad's, you know, way back when started with me. I, I bumped into him and we did a, we did a podcast together about two months ago. Mm. And he, he, I hadn't talked to him in 20 years. Mm. He found me. He goes, oh, my God, that's Emmanuel. You're still doing Sistema. This guy had stopped doing Sistema for a while. Mm. But for, since those years, he only did it for about four or five years and then stopped. And then I, next time I talked to him was two months ago. And he sat there and, and, and we had a one-hour conversation on the phone. He goes, he goes, well, he goes when the hell did you get be, become so wise about this stuff? He goes, I'm not, I, I don't know. I just mm. started thinking and understanding that I'm much more than a physical body. Yeah, I don't care. Like, it's just a body, guys. It's going to go one day. Like, we have to work with our mind and understand how that can help or hinder us. Yeah, yeah I'm reminded when you said about the running, I'm reminded of um, just on a very personal level. Um, just this was, you know, four years ago, my, um, my brother died and I had to go to the funeral in England and there was a big you know, run up to it. And I was there with the family. We, it, it was just a big holding pattern. Everybody was just destroyed by grief. It was very sudden. Um, and we were staying in this hotel on the seafront in where I grew up in uh, Folkestone, in the south coast of England, right on the English Channel. And um, and every morning, and I I don't like running. Like anybody that knows me will will tell you that I don't. I will do it as a breathing exercise, but I will not go out and run for fun. It's just not something, not a form of exercise that I enjoy. Right, that's it, pretty much. Right, I walk. I like walking and hiking. You know that kind of stuff. Like some Brian, but I don't like running. But um, but that um, that two week period when I was you know stuck in that hotel, I was there with my family, and we're just kind of we're absorbing a lot. We're talking a lot. It's just you know it was it was just very very difficult emotionally. Um, and I, every morning I just felt the need. I got up and I ran 10 miles. I, I ran to down the coast to uh, Hythe, where I got married, actually, down the coast, and ran to the church where I got married and then ran back again along the seafront, just pounding the pavement. And I did that every day. I ran 10 miles a day every day, not because I felt like it was doing me good, but just like I was running away from the emotions. I didn't want to face the feelings that I was having, and I just wanted to get exhaust myself, right, so so that I could come back and just be empty again and then maybe i could you know talk to my family and absorb things and do other stuff and i felt like if i stopped doing that i would just collapse right so that was my wife kept going but after that 
I flew home and I was going up to Vladimir's. I actually came up, saw you guys as well. Um, and I arrived just destroyed. Right. I don't know if you remember it. I was just completely, my lungs were buggered. I had pneumonia actually. And, uh, and I was just absolutely destroyed. And, and that, and I got rebuilt, you know, by training up with you and with Vladimir and did some very specific stuff. And after a week of Sistema up in Toronto, I actually got me back to a place where I was healthy again, like robust. And I went home and I was ready to face the world to an extent. Um, but th that taught me that you can't work out to run away from psychological or emotional tension, right? You just, if you try and work it out, you just destroy yourself, right? You just end up, you, you exhaust yourself and you, you actually deplete your resources over time. And you might feel like you're running off the worst of it. You don't feel the stress in the same way because your mind empties a bit because the blood moves to your arms and legs, but it comes back. And you're not really dealing with it, right? And this seems to me to be an opportunity instead of running away from what we're feeling, it's an opportunity to sit quietly, look at why we're feeling these things, why we're feeling so tense and anxious, and then use stamina, use that solo training to process this, to you push the tension around, to spread it out, to let go of it, you know, to do what, be like Play-Doh, you know, just <laughs> just kind of remold ourselves in a, in a new kind of image. I don't know if that makes any sense. But. You, 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 we, all, we will all be different. Systema will be different. Our societies will be different. We will be different people, and so we should be. We should think the same is the problem. Uh, I'll share with the listeners some stats that they should take in. I, I didn't I didn't write this down, but when I was at York University and I, I was a kinesiology major, so we used to see a lot of um, – there was – mental training was uh, a big part of that because it was a big uh, Olympic training facility. So there yeah. was a big part of the, 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 the stuff that was done there. But it wasn't a big part of my training. It was For me, it was all about, you know, strength and power and hmm. machoism and ego that was before Sistema, right hmm. um i remember seeing one study uh with the soccer players and they, they took uh, 100 soccer players and they practiced every day just like regular soccer players do and then they took the same amount of soccer players different group where they um they didn't practice at all. They just they, they just basically did nothing. They just sat on the couch. They didn't watch soccer. Didn't read anything about soccer. Any nothing about soccer. And then they had a third control group that um, didn't play any soccer, but watched video, listened, read books about soccer, read theory, but no <laughs> physical doing. So just the mental aspect. So one did nothing. Not one. Hundreds. I think it was like six hundred in total. <laughs> and what the end result was. The, the the guys that were just watching, reading about soccer, listening to soccer, retained about 80% of their skills when they went back on the soccer pitch. Mm. And over a six-month period, less actually, it was, no, no, it was a, a three-month period, 220 days, um, gained more skill than the people that practiced a lot. Wow. Yeah. Well, exactly. Guys, and it's not my – this is just a small study. There's been even mm. better. Sure. Because you – are, are, is everybody listening willing to take one step back? Now, right now, take a step back for this year. I'm not going to say forget about what everyone thinks. I, I believe the 2020s are right off. If, if, if you're everybody willing to take a step back for one year to possibly take two or three steps forward in 2021, I don't know. Hmm. That's a decision everybody has to make. And I've, I've said it before. You have to be willing, in my eyes to sacrifice who you are for who you could become at any moment. Mm. And that, and, and, and people are not willing to do that. You're, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to sacrifice who you are right now, Glenn, mm. for what you could be or what you really want to be in the future? People mm. have a hard time with this. People have a hard time with saving, thinking of saving for the future. They have a hard time with that. But it is coming. 
Hmm. And system is changing and growing. And right now is the opportunity that's been given to us to work on ourselves. And when this is unleashed, when we eventually get back to training how everybody wants to train, hmm. you'll be changed so much and you'll surpass anything you could have ever imagined. Hmm. You'll start wrestling without even thinking about it. You'll start getting out of moves and striking people in a way that you never could imagine. I've seen it. Hmm. I can't imagine. Could, I could never have imagined a time where somebody could stay in front of me, furious, ready to punch me out, literally on the street, hmm. re- like ready to go. And me look at them and going, I really don't have time for it right now, man. But I don't know what's going on with you. You seem to be really angry. But I, I can get angry too, but I really don't want to be angry. I'll be over there if you change your mind, though. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not joking. This happened to me. And I literally walked away and saying, I'm, I'm not going to engage in this. Because mm. what happened? I worked on myself enough that I, I finally saw the option that I don't have to do this if I don't want. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that takes that takes people a long time to finally say no. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that, I yeah. want to. Yeah, that idea, that idea of kind of helicoptering out and seeing seeing the 20,000 foot view of like who you are and what's going on. It's difficult to do that when you're stuck in the weeds of just everyday life, earning money, doing things, right? And and the only potential upside of being like, oh, crap, where's my income coming from? And, you know, how am I going to pay the mortgage? And crap, the government's not really helping here and all that kind of stuff, right? Once once you get past that panic phase, you're like, well, I guess I'm stuck, right? So I just have to think about what's going on. And it forces you to do on one level that kind of Pareto principle, 80-20 thing, right? You have to be like, okay, well, I can only... I can't do 80% of what I was doing before. What was the 20% of what I was doing that could get me 80% of the same results, right? And you, you phrase that in terms of money or whatever it's going to be. But then when you're forced to do that, then you look at it and you're like, do, you know, let's say I have to do this for another month. Like I have to stretch this out and do this, you know, or a couple of months or who knows how long this thing's going to last. Do I want to be doing that for that many months? And even when this thing is lifted and we go back to teaching the way we were, do I want to go back to exactly the way it was before? Was I just... You know, did, did I get to a place where I was spinning the wheel a little bit and I was just in a routine and I was, I'm like, well, this works, so I'll just keep teaching, I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Or do I want to kind of now shift shift the focus a little bit and be like, I'm going to make this more powerful and I've got the time to zoom out, to look at this guy as if he's somebody else who's teaching and somebody else who's running a business and be like, all right, what, what am I going to do with my life when I'm back? Because now we've almost got a responsibility to do that, right? If you don't, then it's just taking the bored teenager view, like, what's the point? I'm just going to sit on my ass, right? And I, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit harsh and unkind because I'm not going to judge people who are just having a tough time and they're like, I just need to check out for a while. I get it, but you can't do that indefinitely, right? You wouldn't let your teenage son do that for like weeks on end, right? You might let him do it for a couple of days and then you'd be like, all right, you need to sort your shit out, bam. You know, so, you know it's like, and I feel like some of our some of our role as system instructors is being that tough love, like, come on, we can do something else here. You know what I mean? Like getting people back in. I'd like to take a minute to thank everyone who has contributed to the show, all our listeners, and to everyone who's offered requests, encouragement, and feedback along the way. I also need to ask a quick favor. We have already enjoyed two years of high-quality interviews, insights, and ideas on Systema for Life. We'd like to keep the show going, and we want to keep it open to all, but we need your help to do it. It takes time, effort, and more than little cash to produce a podcast, more than two grand a year at current hosting and production rates. We have no paid advertising, and we do it all off our own backs with help from listeners and generous supporters like you. So if you're a fan of Systema for Life and you get real value from the ideas and the conversations we create, then please take a few minutes now to subscribe at www.ncsystema.com support. 
Support at whatever level you feel like you can afford. Even $3 or $5 a month is a help. Think of it as buying us a beer or a cup of coffee once a month for our travels. So visit ncsystema.com support and use the buttons on the page to select your preferred monthly or annual support level. You'll receive a confirmation on sign up and you can cancel at any time. Your support really does help ensure the survival of the show. With gratitude, thank you very much. The people that are struggling have to ask themselves some questions about maybe this is exactly what they need, mm-hmm. right? Maybe, maybe if they've made an external journey for too long, maybe it's time for them to go inside. Maybe this is that room they don't want to clean up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if, you know, guys, all I can tell you is if, if you're feeling that way, I'm here, man. Give me a call. Send me, send me an email. I'm around, man. Like, I, I, I don't know what else to tell you guys. I, I never want to hear, like, you know, people that are listening, just know, man, there's a lot of people that give a shit. They care about you, man. That's sure. it. And, yeah. and it's not going to be easy, man. It, it is like nothing is going to be easy, but maybe it's exactly what you need to do. Sure. Uh, I'm not saying suffer. Listen, I, I, you know, I, my benchmark is interesting, man. I've, I've run into some real seriously interesting people that have found peace and, and everything in such simple places. Like it's mm. unbelievable. Like you go to some, some of the monasteries I've been, it's like, so you need to tell me you eat the same thing for months on end and you will go and say the same words and prayer for eight hours. Mm. And you will, and, and, and it's just like, and they're some of the happiest people you've ever met in your life. Sure. We, we become too external. We become too engorged by, by um, activity. And maybe mm. this is a sign that, that you know, a, a, calmer, a calmer approach needs to be done. Maybe we don't need, you know, 10 things. Maybe we just need one thing. I don't know. Mm. Like, I, I mean, we just, all of us have to take a look at it, right? Like, how much do you need to be healthy? How much do you need to be happy? Maybe we're re-looking at that, right? Mm. I, and I, I hope everybody listening is saying, you know, listen, read a good book. You know, read a good book. Send some quiet time. Be careful of what you're watching on TV, yeah, right? that's a big deal. Be careful. That's a big deal. Like, just stop, you know, stop the, you know, put, put it, you want to watch the news? Okay, put a half hour aside. Maybe not at night. Maybe not in the morning. Maybe sometime in the midday so that you have time to get rid of it. You know, place your workouts. Place your, look at the way you eat, the amount of water you're drinking, mm. um, the people you're talking with. You know, don't endlessly talk to people that want to complain, right? Yeah. There's, there's so many positive things out there, right? Read a good book, watch some great videos, uh, separate yourself from what's happening and work on yourself and then take a nice slow and steady approach, man. It's a, it's a, you know, I, I remember telling you guys, I go, it seems to me when people train, they're in a rush for something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why there's a, there's a Greek saying where when they see somebody that's in a rush, they ask them why you, cause it's like you're rushing to die because that's where this ends mm, right. <laughs> it's yeah. with that. So why are you rushing? Like mm. you would never, you would never rush through a good meal. Right. It's oh, you would never rush through a good party. You wanted to, you wanted to stretch it out. Sure. It's so good. I never wanted to end. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a, there's a, I, I really remember this like it was yesterday. It was, I think the very first camp blood had, mm. and I was, uh, I bunked in, uh, to a really interesting group of guys. And one of them was Kozro. Yeah, uh, he's a good dude. He's funny. He's <laughs> I hope Kozro was listening to this back in France. But <laughs> we sat there one night and he, we, had a, we didn't have a bottle. We had a box of wine, okay? Because we didn't bring a bottle. We had a box of wine, okay? 
I'm not joking. They were listening. This box of wine and Kozer was listening. He knows what I mean. It didn't stop. It wouldn't end. We, mm-hmm. we kept we kept talking. I poured him a drink. I poured him a drink. We kept talking. And I, at, at one point in the night, I go, when is this bottle going to end? When is this box going to end of wine? It's never going to end. It doesn't end. <laughs> yeah. We kept drinking no wine. And I'm like, it, it's like we didn't want it to end. It was such a beautiful night of talking with a good friend yeah. that even the wine didn't end. Why, for God's sake, are people trying to have an end to their training? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't it's, don't don't fast forward some things, right? Don't fast forward it. <laughs> yeah. So going slower than you like, big deal. So right. Please, guys, enjoy this thing. This is a journey. Even system is not finished. Michael will tell you it's not finished. We're still developing it. Yeah. Oh, and just be patient. You know, stop thinking that it'll come quick or that some big breakthrough will happen. There's no breakthrough that will happen. You you'll change so much that your understanding will change. Yeah. And then it'll grow in a different way. Right. And, and that's the beautiful thing. Right. So I hope people just take that approach with it. Right. And maybe take the time to look around because it's never been more accessible now to get to one of my classes or one of Vlad's classes than ever. Yeah, like, totally. Right now, yeah. I've got classes five days a week. Vlad's at least three, four that I've seen. He's, he's done. He does great classes sure. up there. That are, I mean, you can listen, you can hear, maybe you can watch him better now. Yeah. I don't know. But it's never been a better time to, to see really good instructors um, uh, out there. You know, there's so many, you know, that are doing stuff on like, take, take the time, you know, there's great Martin out. Yeah. Out, uh, I mean, there's so many, I, I don't want to call people out. There's some amazing, start, I don't want to forget anybody, but sure. I just know that it's never been easier. It's never been more affordable as well. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can go to one of Vlad's classes for eight bucks now and the equivalent of yours. Yeah. It's and I don't want to bring that in because I know people are struggling, but it has never been more accessible. Well, and it's it's important, you know. It's like, I mean, it's the same thing with us. We're, a lot of people like Martin, yourself, me as well. You know, we're running classes on a like way discounted level, and then we're also like, look, if you can't afford even that, just pay whatever you can. You know, everybody's situation is a bit different. Some people have been almost unaffected by this. Like some people did kind of you know information work anyway and they're used to working from home all the time and it's this has changed almost nothing for them you know almost nothing and, and they're doing fine and they're earning the same money and uh, all that kind of stuff and other people like you and i but <laughs> we've had to shut down like whole facilities and it's still mortgages you and things like that it's a lot harder so it's um so it should be a sliding scale right people should have different entry points for things i mean for, yeah from that point of view from watching different people it's been interesting for me you know, I've come to a couple of your classes, I've been gone to a couple of Martins, I've been to a bunch of lads, and it's been really interesting to see how each instructor has kind of dug deep and found, you know, their own creative way for teaching under these constraints, right? Because um, you, can, you can't have direct contact with other people, right? You can't have the same pressures as you had before, and... Um, and different people have looked at it in different ways. So there's, so you've been. Uh, I went to a class that you did last week that was superb. That was um, well, wasn't la- no, earlier this week. <laughs> the days are blending. It was earlier this week. Um, on the where you had the towel, right? You said everybody bring a towel and everybody bring a ball, and you just had people creating tension using that towel, like pressing into it, and then trying to get that feeling of projected tension in extension, right? Where you, where you have force applied from the point of contact, whether it's a fist or a foot, like you're trying to rip the towel in half and then trying to find mobility in your hip and, and that realization that you can still generate about 80% of the force, even while, you know, keeping everything mobilized. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to do that all the time when I push, when I work, when I'm wrestling. I'm constantly trying to bring the power to my hands that way. And this is a, that was an ingenious way of working on it. And then at the end of it as well, oh, so relaxed, right? Because the muscles, 
just in terms of the times on un- time under tension you know could kinesiologists talk about it was like it was like an hour under tension right so by the time you let it all go you're like ah you know and everything was worked and everything was worked in a mobile way you know it was loaded but mobile and i thought brilliant and martin's been doing with progressions of exercises that hem from one into another with real challenging kind of combinations. Vladimir has been going so deep on the psychological aspect of things and how to move with lightness, how to transfer uh, tension and even pain into energy that you can use with a view to kind of, you know, maintaining a psychological state as well as building systemic skill and stuff. So it's been fascinating to see people dig deep and get creative, you know, like, like, okay, well, I have to do this. What, what have people got at home? It's a bit like that scene in a, uh, uh, Apollo 13, where like the astronauts are adrift and they have to, like, and the, the guys at, uh, at the control HQ in Texas have to figure out, you know, all right, what have they got in the, in the pod and what can they, how can they build a new oxygen scrubber out of this thing, right? And it seems to be the same kind of thing, like, what you got, guys? You got a foam roller? You got a stick? All right, let's see what we can do. How, um, how have you, how have you found kind of like the, the creative spark out of this process? Has, has it even helped you get creative, do you think? Oh, Glenn, I've, I've been, I, I can't tell you how much creativity I have. I, I got to stop. I'm too creative. That's my problem. I come up with, stuff. Like, honestly, I, I can't even tell you the stuff I come up with. And it's, it's because, so you, you, all of you, anybody listening right now, I want you to understand when you watch an instructor teach, you need to, you're, they are teaching you at a high level. Mm-hmm. We're not talking at a high, higher level, right? Um, I don't know how high level I'm at. I just know I've been doing it for a while. Mm. Um, but at, at one level, they're teaching you who they are. Mm. That's so when 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 you're so I, I I so I never try judge a teacher from one to the other, because at a high level, everyone is teaching who they are as a person. Mm. That's exactly it, right? When you when you that's all I'm trying to do. That's all Vladimir's trying to do. That's all Martin's trying. That's all yeah. any instructor tries to do at a high level right even michael's instructors out in, in moscow i wish i could understand more of them i wish i try yeah. but i i don't know russian I've, I've tried some people to try but i even try and i'm not sitting there saying oh judging that compared to what vlad is doing or what i'm doing i'm trying to understand why why does that person feel such great value in teaching me this what mm-hmm. is it part of them that it, you know understand that like when my grandmother was was making sure that i was fed I, you know, I understand she grew up at a time in a depression. There was no food. Mm. So that was her thing. Like, in, so instead of saying, so why is this woman going to feed me so much food? Because she grew up at a time where there was no food. It's feast or famine, right? It's like, while well, you've got food, get it down you. You never know where the next thing's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, now that's not the issue, right? Yeah. So, so each teacher is trying to in, see something that they want to impart with you that they didn't have. Yeah. And they want to make sure of that, right? So that's what all of us are trying to do. Mm. Um, and it becomes valuable. So you're seeing all of who we are, right? Mm. Uh, and this is super important to me that uh, people stop saying this is right and that's wrong. And people start saying this is probably why this person has done this. It's just who they are. So, and then that becomes very powerful. Awesome. So what have you seen that, that has worked really, really well, either in your own teaching or somebody else's? And um, what have you seen that just hasn't worked? Because one of the things that I've seen that hasn't worked is people just trying to drag out like the 
um, like the basic pillars part of the warm up of this for like a whole hour and then doing that class three times a week. People are like, guy, look, there's only so many push ups I can do before I'm signing out here. You know, it's like, it's, uh, so I mean, it's different. I mean, Vladimir actually, Vladimir actually did a very difficult class on tension last week that involved pretty much an hour of push ups, right? But he did it in such a way that we were constantly renewing ourselves and we were using the push up as a tool. But you can't just show up and phone it in, right? And just be like, hey, guys, do a bunch of push ups and let's do a bunch of the others. So that's one thing I've seen that hasn't worked. <laughs> People have done, but I've seen some amazing things like the tools what have you seen that's working <laughs> well no so don't trying to make it like it was is is the big mistake you're going to make like mm -hmm. you know like trying to say okay well, well we'll make believe uh punches or kicks and this and that or it's time to just put the martial art thing aside like we can refer we can have reference points like i told you guys with the towel okay this is just like when you grab somebody you can have small reference points sure. but you have to it is different like, don't try and make it, you know, it's, it's, it, we're, 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 we're going to be silly, if not stupid, trying to make that, you mm. know, like, you know, it, it, I was it though one day, you know, if you, it, you become, it becomes nothing of what it could possibly look like at some point. Right. So don't just, there is look for inspiration in lots of places. You asked about creativity, watch gymnast train, watch, mm. Watch people, watch guys on the pummel horse. Like gymnasts to me embody power, flexibility, creativity, um, artistic expressions in gymnastics as well, power, um, also relaxation. Look, they have to make it look pretty. Not only do they have to do 10 somersaults, they have to make it look pretty and then stick a landing, right? right? Yeah. And it's amazing. And for anybody that's ever watched this, I'm not saying we have to be gymnasts, but it is evident in everything that we do. Mm. It is, there's beauty all there. I sent Reese just posted something from a, a great pianist and talking about how to understand the piano on, on Facebook. Phenomenal. Like look outside of system. It's not, you will not change your mind. You, it's only going to reaffirm everything system says to you. Mm. So I encourage people find good, talk, watch what a good writer says about writing. Watch what a good pianist or a jazz singer says about, you know, uh, about playing jazz. I mean, it's all there, right? And take your inspiration from those places. I don't need a move. I need a feeling or a thought to be inspired. Hmm. You know, um, I don't, I don't need like, look, so for the month of April, I taught, I've been teaching the five classes a week and doing stuff. Now for the month of May, I'm going to introduce two more classes. So it'll be seven now in total. And hmm. the two classes are going to be, are dedicated solely to mental training. That's it. Sweatless, hmm practice nothing but working with your mind how your mind processes past present and future events so that you can become clear as to why you're doing something that you're doing so mm. that you make a good decision not a, outcomes are going to vary i want people to make good decisions and you have two friends the past you and the future you mm. you have to take those as allies you have to understand how to use those things but people can't imagine their future selves this becomes a problem mm. You have to, guys. You know, if, if, if there are groups of, of people that um, can, can do this better than others, it's trainable. So yeah. I'm going to be working because what I, what I felt, so what inspired me to come up with those classes is that we're hitting what I feel now. First, when we hit isolation in this pandemic, we were we, we needed to move. We're, sit, we're bound in a house and we're like, oh, we were, now – now what's taking, so the first thing is the, the physical stuff, right? Hmm. The next part is going to be the mental. And I want, I don't want people to have uh, the anxiety, depression, 
all those things, those roots of those weeds festering in our mind. I want to get ahead of it already. I want to give you guys that. So I'm going to be introducing those as well. Awesome. Um, and I, it's so important, guys. We have to look at our mental brain right now. In this situation, it's going to be all mental. People yeah. will break mentally. They're going to break mentally, and and it's it's a shame because you can easily train with it. It's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. It's not that difficult. And many people do it in different ways. Uh, but you have to have developed a sweatless practice for yourself. A practice mm-hmm. that does not have any physical aspect to it because the physical kind of hides it. Right? To me, it's like you know, smothering, you know, taking a piece of broccoli and smothering it in cheddar just so you can digest it. The physical training in many cases like that cheddar, it's just trying to cover up to make it palatable to mental. No, just have the, the head of broccoli. That's it. Hmm. It's bitter. You won't mind it, but it's good for you. man. Right. Yeah. Look at the mental. And I want to look at that deeper so that, you know what, what comes out of this, a person that can move, breathe, work out and have a strong mind. So, so that's, pretty, that, that's actually really great because that actually brings me to the, the last question that I was going to ask, which is that there's so much, you know, one of the problems with this kind of situation where everything becomes wide open, right? Before, maybe people were constrained by, I've only got so much time. I go to my systema class. I come back. If I've only got like half an hour in my day, maybe I'll do a little bit of breath work, do some push-ups, do some strength things, you know, that kind of stuff, and then I'll get about it. So people have to really super prioritize um, a lot of the time based on the time they have. Now, some of us have this, like, open book problem where you get the analysis paralysis like walking into the supermarket and there being 50 different types of italian tomato sauce right and you're like oh god i wish there were just two you know it's like why do i need 50 that kind and so people are like well i could be working on anything i could be working on physical maintenance mobility power skill development psychological state you know sticks swords you know all these kinds of things that you can do with systema that to keep to to train yourself and that kind of stuff. And so as a result of having almost anything to do, they do nothing, right? They look at the whole smorgasbord and then they're like, hey, uh, tomorrow, let's see Netflix, you know, <laughs> like that's the response. So um, so you had to give three concrete things for students to be focusing on, like Systema trainees to be focusing on over the next month, let's say, um, and maybe one piece of advice for instructors as well, like three concrete things. What order would you put them in? And you kind of alluded to this already, I think, a little bit. So uh, you dropped something on me. Okay, uh, so let's start with students first. Um, uh, a great time to get on YouTube and watch tons of videos. And I mean, uh, all kinds. Like, I don't care. Don't And stop judging it. This is good. This is bad. I mean, unless you know the teacher, personally know the teacher, you don't know who they are. Just watch the video and enjoy it. Forget about commenting. This is shit. This, I, I, it's so, so silly, you know. Uh, just watch it and, and just say maybe – I don't fully understand it. So just make that part of your thing so that at least what comes out of this is somebody that is well understood. Okay. Mm. And I'll watch other people. I watch other martial arts too. I, I, and again, same eyes. I don't judge it. I just love watching it. I just love watching and see, wow, that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty, pretty nifty thing to do. Right. So some and research time, research time. Research time. Yeah. Sure. You're, we're researchers. We're scientists. If mm. you're not coming to training and, and have a scientist mind, you're, 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 you're losing, you're, you're missing something. Right. Mm. So, sure. and then try reading some books. Right. And I don't mean that's not for everybody, but find something, especially on uh, personal development, especially on understanding like the situational stuff we have now, if you're depressed, read some stuff on depression. If you have anxiety, read some stuff on anxiety. Hmm. There's tons of great, how many times I've read Constantine's book, I mean, all the books and find so many gems in there. Yeah. Right. And you know what I do every day? I just say to myself, I'm going to read 
four pages, four lousy pages. Mm-hmm. And you know, every time I read those pages, it blows me, it blows me away. Every time I pick up any book that's written by Vlad or Scott or mm-hmm. Constantine, I'm blown away by I missed something or I reaffirmed something, right? And then I read other stuff. I have all, all interest. I'll read some stuff on archery. I'll read some stuff on shooting. I'll read some stuff on, on the woods. And it, it's a great time. Please become a student. Always be a student. Practice being a student. Okay. Not just a STEM, a student, period, right? Mm-hmm. And then make sure that you take at least 15 minutes a day and just focus on mental training. And I will, and for those of you who don't know how to do that, um, in May, for the month of May, just go on the Fight Club website, Tuesday and Thursday from 12 to almost 1, I'm going to walk you through how to do that. And I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to give you some options and it's up to you to do it. But 15 lousy minutes Mm. and you'll be amazed at the impact it will have on your life amazing how to do that and there's lots of ways you know and, and other people can share how they do it i'm just going to share how i do it i'm sure vlad does something i'm sure michael does something i'm sure everybody does something different yeah this is going to be important okay so mental uh training uh physical training i think we all got our hands on the pulse there i mean i think we're pretty good with all that mm. um read take some time to develop the mind and please watch more video Gotcha. Um, good, good video, all kinds, and try to make it, uh, try to educate yourself a little broader on martial arts and system in general, what it is. Awesome. For you. Okay. So research, nutrition for the mind and relaxation. And like, fantastic. For instructors, for instructors, specific for instructors, it's now is a great time. The online classes, I mean, especially if you have students, you should be able to do them. Okay. And not only will they make your teaching better because now you're not you can't physically touch okay hmm. um, so you can only just guide people through you'll have to stretch the words you use you'll have to come up with good analogies to use to help students understand okay do not this is the most important time students need you hmm. like they need you now like you know it, it, it blows me away um, there are times people need help and I will stop and help them yeah and they look at me astonished and I'm like what else am I supposed to do? Like, sure. I, I, you need help. Helping somebody is not when it's convenient for you. Hmm. It's convenient for them. You have to stop. Yes, you might have to stop your life. When somebody passes away, what do you do? You stop and you attend the funeral. Yes, it's inconvenient. Yes, you've got stuff to do. I've got to go. Yeah. Like, I've got to go. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. I've got to go. Yep. It's not about you now. It's about them. So people will come to you in different stages of those things and you have to be able, and now's the time that we need training more than ever, Yeah. but not the way you like it. So I'll leave you with, with thoughts like this. Hmm. Maybe our life, oh, to everybody listening, maybe our lives have changed. Okay. They've changed upside down. Okay. They, there's no doubt about that, but everybody's dreams and hopes are still the same. Mm-hmm. We all want to be good people. We all want to be successful people. We all want to be, uh, live a good life. We all want to um, reach our goals. That still hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what has to change is I didn't, I still, my goals are still the same. Yeah. So I've figured out how to, how to make that happen. That's awesome. all that. And you can't figure it out by, by wishing. Right. You've got to figure it out. So I encourage everybody to teach other. that maybe you don't know. It doesn't matter. You'll figure it out. Just get in. You think. I knew when I first started teaching, you think I knew how to teach. I didn't know. No one feels they're ready. Right. You just do it. 
Okay. I know nobody's going to feel ready to do the online. I didn't either, but right. guess what? Figured it out. And I was very impressed with the results. I still am. Sure. And even when all this goes back, I'm still going to keep some of this. Sure. It's very good. I found a, a, something that I would never have found in the past. Yeah. Very wise words, man. Great. So thanks very much for spending the time again. And those links to Fight Club, can anybody anywhere in the world, if they've got the right time zone, can they can they roll into your classes? Anybody, guys. It's on. I've updated the Fight Club schedule, so it'll be on there. Okay. What they have to do is just shoot me an email. So the email is on the website. Shoot me an email because I'm not going to send the Zoom sure. password pass link public. Send no. me an email. I'll send you the link, and you're more than welcome to come on. There's kids' classes, adult classes. There's evening day classes. It's all there, man. I'm not. I. I it's very easy for me to sit back and do nothing. Um, that's my dog. You hear now. It's very easy for me to sit back and do nothing. Hey, Luna. Um, <laughs> there you go. Dogs are very good as well during times of stress. There you go. Luna's bringing you a ball. You could have a worst day ever, and Luna will come and bring you a ball with that face, and you'd be like, "Ah, the world's not so bad." Right? And we look alike now. <laughs> and we brought the conversation full circle to beard again. That's great. That's a, that's closure. Yeah. <laughs> all on the website. Send me an email, and people will be good. And you're more than welcome to log on to the classes. Okay. Well, Emmanuel, thanks. thanks so much, my friend. Pleasure talking to you as always. See you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to find out more about classes, workshops, and seminars at NC Sistema, please visit us online at www.ncsistema.com.